Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello. Welcome to Man Baggage. My name is Russell Kane. This is the safe or unsafe space where we get men, boys, let's face it, together. We drill into their head and we find out what makes men tick. Originally conceived as a show for men to get men talking, to check in with men. We've got a mental health crisis of which men are disproportionately affected. That was how it was designed. Ended up with a massive female listenership. Desperate women wanting to know what's going on with the Neanderthal that dwells in the spare room and seems to be pumping it himself five times a day even though she's available. You know, men malfunction in all kinds of ways. That's just one of them. Uh, so we're like a Haynes manual for the man's mind. That's why we're here. And the guests are varied every week. We have different types of people on. Sometimes we have one bloke, sometimes we have two. But we always have a female auditor, a strong area manager to come in and call bullshit on any stereotypes that might be tempted to drift into. You know what girls are like? Actually, I don't think you do, would be a classic quote. So today, I mean, now and again, you get to book someone who's just done something hot and they've got a bit of heat on them. I'm surprised there's not just a pile of ashes tuning in on my Zoom feed. This guy's so hot at the moment. He's just taken the main trophy on Britain's Got Talent. I believe he had a full golden shower off one of the judges as well. I don't think that's the right terminology, but you know what I mean. I've never seen anyone win and put a stand-up tour on sale so quickly. I thought it was going to go on tour during your set of the final. Congratulations and what an honour to have in the house Axel Blake. If we had an audience, they would be making some noise. Thank you. Thank you very much, Russell. Appreciate that. You are having a moment, mate. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Long may it continue. Yes. Long may continue into yes. Ken Dodd. Like you'll be 80 and the moment will continue. That's what happened to Ken Dodd. He was still having a moment when he was 90. It's possible. Now, we could just sit here and talk about comedy and masculinity and pat each other on the back, but it would be boring and I'm bound to piss women off. So that's why I've invited in a Sunday <laughs> Times bestseller, someone who knows all about romance and love. It's the one, the only Tony Tone is in the house. Hey, thank you for having me. And, and I believe a new a new book. So one guest has a tour, another guest has a book. What's going on? What's the new book? Yeah, I have a new book coming out in November, available to pre-order now, called Take Note. That's all about the lessons I learned that have helped me in life. Not to do with love, because my first one was about love, but just life in general. Self-esteem, friendship everything and anything. You're both going to be extremely useful in what we're going to talk about today because there is a division in society that, that we live with. We're drawn to these people and yet it causes a lot of tension and it is the <laughs> interplay between direct people and passive people. I will just say, Twitter, before you light up and try to get me cancelled, I'm not suggesting one is right and one is wrong because clearly we need both 
It's just what we can learn from both of these approaches and what happens when it goes wrong. To be clear, just in case you need it, because I am a direct person, direct is something that is the shortest way or someone honest and to the point. So you're an, either an honest person or you're just taking the shortest route. Passive is accepting or allowing what happens or what others do without active responses or resistance. I was even forced to drift into a piss-taking voice and I didn't mean to. <laughs> You know, Gandhi would bitch slap me if he heard that. If, if Gandhi was alive, he would have bitch slapped my face for that. So my first question, it's not an easy one, Axel, and it's not a trap. I want your genuine opinion. Remember, I'm only asking you in your experience of all the ladies and females in your life. We're not asking you to speak for women. We're asking you to speak for mums, aunties, girlfriends, partners, cousins, nieces, whatever. But do you think men are more direct than women, broadly speaking? Broadly speaking... Yes, I would say so. And my little bit of 34 years on this planet, um, I would find that a lot of my friends, and I would say me as well, I feel like when there's a, I'm thinking of arguments now in relationships, when there's a problem or, you, you know, that, that needs resolving, I feel like how we say it or how I say it is quite direct and straight to the point, where sometimes... Uh, my missus, when she has a problem, it could take a lot longer to get to the point <laughs> than it does um, when I say something. Sometimes I'm like, well, why didn't you say that on Tuesday? It's now Sunday. What what, what happened there? But obviously, I can't say that. That's what my brain's thinking, obviously. But yeah, you, want, um, you want to live. I want so to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that I, I I would say, and even with my friends, you know, they say the same thing. It's like sometimes, you know, guys, when we're driving or in the car, we are husbands or, well, you know, Chloe, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, maybe she's thinking this. Because sometimes when men talk, we understand, oh, I get what you're saying. And that's all you're trying to say, isn't it? You're just saying you just want to go football. And she just didn't understand because you booked it in last week and all that kind of stuff. And we kind of understand one another a bit more. But I feel like sometimes... <laughs> When we hear the partner's version, sometimes it's like, well, you're not saying it clear enough or you're kind of beating around the bush. <laughs> it's interesting. Now, I'm, I don't know what you're going to say here, Tony, but I wouldn't be surprised if you said women are more direct because men are, men are more direct when it comes to in an argument. But sometimes to get an answer out of a man or to get him to talk about his feelings... Definitely. I mean, Lindsay, my other missus, will deliver her feelings into my ear as one eye opens and the first ray of light comes through. Like, we've got something we need to talk about. Let me make a coffee. I agree with that. I think the level of directness is dependent on the topic at hand. Exactly. I, I do agree with Axel to a degree, though, that men can be quite direct. But I think that is too because... Too direct? Um, do you know what? I'm a very direct person. So I don't know if I'd say too direct because I get told off for being too direct. And my direct is like a normal level of direct. But I've had friends in the past be like, Tony, I feel like you could have said that in a really, like in a softer, nicer way. My feelings are hurt. Um, so... I don't know if, if it's too direct. It, I think that's just dependent on the individual. But I would say that a lot of women, I think, have been socialised to maybe like, it's not all women, but a lot of my friends, they don't want to be seen as like a nag. They, they want to be seen as like kind of like humble and sweet and not too demanding, not bitchy. So even when they want something, rather than say, I want this, I need this, please do this. They try and say it in a soft and sweet way because they don't want to rub people the wrong way. But with that said, I think when it comes to like being vulnerable, talking about inner feelings, 
I think men have been socialized to not do that. And that's why women are direct when it comes to certain things, whereas men are direct when it comes to things outside of a certain realm. Brilliantly put. So what we're saying is it's almost a stereotype in society that being direct is a a masculine, inverted commas, trait. And being passive is associated with being feminine. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of passive blokes who just like, I mean, I'm addicted to this bloody Love Island program at the moment. And the, <laughs> in the, the biggest, best looking bloke in there is so laid back and yeah, whatever happens, happens. But yeah, I know so many men like that that are too passive. It's weird. How can we associate passivity with positives then? What's the positives of being slightly more passive? Because you're saying about being too direct. I mean, to use a really almost too well trodden example, Girl comes down the stairs, excuse me, babe, does my bum look all right in this dress? Yeah, the old school example. Now, there is a school of thought that says you should never lie. You should never let a lie leave your lips. You should always answer honestly. But it's about how direct you do that. Surely being a little bit more passive in that situation is a good thing. You know, I think I feel that it's based on the individual because I like directness. Like Tony says, she's direct. Wait, so wait a minute, if you came down in a shirt and went, is this shirt too tight? Does it make me look overweight? You would want your woman to go, eh, vehicle reversing. Eh, or something. <laughs> that's terrible. I, I, don't, I don't mind that stuff. And I love a bit of vanity. Even that laugh right there just shows. I'm not, it's not going to hurt my feelings because this is my partner that can say anything or mostly anything towards me. And I know it's not coming from a vindictive or... But sometimes people are testing though. Sometimes girls are testing. She, sometimes girls are saying, does my bum look big in this or do I look overweight in it? And it's a test. She wants to know what you really think, but she doesn't think it of herself, but she's like, he better, he better not say yes. So why not just ask? Why It's, it's, it's a game that I'm not involved in. I haven't signed up to this game. I just know, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's this, this, this illusion of, oh, well, I was testing your hair and I tested you last week, so now you failed the test. And I didn't even know I was in one. <laughs> Do you know what I've learned? Tony, you've written a book about love, help. I've learned from my relationships with my friends who've in the past said I've been too direct. What I've learned is that I can actually, I can be direct in an honest way without being unkind with how I say things. So I can be direct, but also use quite euphemistic language. So for example, like friend calls me up and says, oh, the boy I'm seeing did X, Y, Z. And this is a boy that I've told her to stay away from. Old, very direct me would be like, you see, this is what happens when you don't listen to people. They told you this was going to happen. Look what happened. Da, da, da. I told you so. Da, da. And it's it's directness that is not very compassionate. But I think you can be direct and compassionate. So mm. now it's, oh, that's, you know, I'm really sad to hear that. Um, that really shouldn't have happened. But you know what? You've learned a really valuable lesson from this moving forward. I'm saying the same thing, yeah, but in two different go, ways. Drop out that. Drop out that loser and then hang up the phone. <laughs> but you can say you can say one thing in, in several different ways. So I think it's just about like being honest in a direct way, but not being so blunt with how you say it. Being a bit more euphemistic. Just one, one last thing to you. When was the last time you got it wrong and you were extremely direct? And you're like, oh, shit, I wish I'd... I would say about, probably about like a, eight months ago, nine months ago, uh, talking to a friend about a boy and basically saying like, told you so. <laughs> in a very direct way and like yeah well he's probably seeing someone else I think that's a bit obvious you shouldn't have gone there use your common sense kind of way um and that did not go down well because my friend no. was like yeah it's like you're blaming her it's like you're blaming her for what he did to her almost how could it come across yeah, exactly but I think that was a result of where I'd blamed him in the past so much I'd blamed him so much that 
the red flags were flagging to me. I was like, he's this, he's that, he's awful, he's this. So by round number six, it's your fault at this stage. That's how I saw it. I was like, you should have gone. But then I think that was really unkind and direct in an uncompassionate way. And I had to really check myself and be like, okay, next time, Tony, even if she hasn't listened, do not talk like that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do you know what the problem I have? That's how you feel. And there's no harm <laughs> in feeling and saying exactly how you feel. How can I get offended by that's exactly how you feel? You're, you've got your best interests, uh, hopefully, as a friend. So you're yeah. telling me after the sixth go, you're angry. You're like, I told you that's your fault. Because I, I, okay, <laughs> guys, we're quite blunt with each other. But you're not offended by it. Like, example, my mum. My mum will be so blunt with me. I'm not going to be offended if she's like, I told you, that's your business. Get out of my face, because it's my mum. And I know she's, even though she's angry, she's telling me it from a genuine, nice place. So it's like, I. it depends on the friend and how you take compliments. I, I'm not here for the compliments. I'm here to tell me exactly how you think. Exactly. I'm like you as well. My mum's very direct. And, and my brother knows, like, for example, my little sister, like, if she's seeing someone new, it's not going great. Like, the relationship my brother, my sister and I have is very much like, my brother's like, what's wrong with you? Brother, you're all right. Why are you dating him? Da, da, da. Like, very direct and very blunt. But we appreciate it because we know that, like, it's coming from a place of love. My brother wants her to be with a good guy, right? So when friends are direct with me, like, Tony, what are you thinking? Like, you shouldn't have done this. I'm like, you know what? You're right, I shouldn't. What am I thinking? Whereas I have friends that are sensitive. And one thing I learned, and I actually wrote about this in my new book, is not everyone is you. Not everyone is you. Like, sometimes we can look at the world from our own lens and think that everyone sees and interprets things exactly how we do. And everyone appreciates the things we appreciate. But I had to teach myself, like, Tony, you might like this. You might like direct, straight to the point language, but not everyone is you. Some people are more sensitive. They didn't grow up with the kind of mum you have, Axel. So for them, directness is is seen as something that can come across a bit mean sometimes. But even if we do grow up with the same mum and dad, you'll see in four siblings, four different personality types. I mean, I've recommended this book before, so apologies. 
apologies to regular listeners, but pl- honestly, this changed my life, this book. It's called, ironically, Surrounded by Idiots by Thomas Erickson. And it's because we always spend our life going, oh, there's so many idiots everywhere. But what you fail to realise is most people are just different to you and coming at the world from a different... There are genuine idiots, obviously. Some of them even get elected <laughs> to run the country. But, uh, so he, he, he says nearly everyone is one of four types. You might, have, you might have a mix of the little bit of the others. And he has like red, yellow, green and blue personalities. And reds are extremely impatient. They, re- they reply to emails with one word, all lowercase. Yeah, I'll be there. Never, hi, how are you? Just emailing to check in from last week from the recording, Tony. Anyway, if you wouldn't mind sending me a sound file, it'd be like, Tony, please send the sound file. Ah, oh, that's what you'd get from me. I'm a red, I'm in and out, mixed with yellow. Yellows are have to be liked, always joking, don't really get to the point, but always cracking a joke, making sure the other person's smiling. So I'm a sort of red, yellow mix. Then you've got the greens who are really sensitive and think for hours after you speak and ponder and take everything to heart and hold it down and they're all heavy and weighty. And then you've got the blues who are logical and analytical. What's your lists of fours and against? There's actually a survey here of what women want, which we can use to mathematically get more pom-pom. They would be like that. <laughs> so very broad, broadly speaking, we're, a, we're either one of those four or a mix of both. I'm definitely a red-yellow. I'm direct. I accidentally speak over people. My texts are short. If Lindsay asks, does my bum look big? I have to really make an effort to, to, to phrase it in a way that's compassionate, as Tony would say. Mixed with, is the person laughing? So a horrible combination of direct and attention-seeking, i.e. a stand-up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and once, once I, re- once I realised that, there are not idiots, there is just difference, apart from Boris. <laughs> now that makes sense to me. That personality that sounds exactly like red and yellow. Seems like there's a whole, yeah, red and yellow. That's the colours, mate. I feel like I was listening. I was like, where am I? Where am I? I feel like you'll I'm... be like a red green because of the what you, you analyze the world and think, but you're also quite good at expressing yourself directly. I would say you're quite an emo- emotional person. And I think, and, yeah, you know. a, bit of, a bit of everything. I'm rainbow. I feel like I, I could like hear myself it's in pri- all of them. So I feel it's like pride week. So that's it enough. is. It is. So yeah, I feel like I'm just the rainbow like of, of emotion. So I wonder what difference because you uh, that class and culture makes to how direct we are. Because I think oh. when you we, you get off a plane around the world, and I have to keep. Oh, so I'm married to you know the ultimate. Red green, yeah, like we're just talking about. Lindsay, very direct, Mancunian girl. I say what I like, but takes everything to heart. My feelings. So <laughs> someone's not giving me a thank you card for my car that I delivered to their second cousin. What, what does that mean? It fucking mean, it means nothing. You psychotic twat. It literally means nothing. But anyway, so we get off a plane and we might be in a country where people stare or don't say thank you. For example, a country where they, they don't say thank you. And Lindsay's like, again, I'm getting triggered. How rude! I'm like, no, no, that's the that's the that is the culture here. They're just direct. They do the service. They say thank you. So, it, given we all come from, I'm guessing, slightly different cultural backgrounds, I wonder. I'm wondering how much you've either had to push against that, or if you've absorbed it and use it in your everyday life. Axel, what's what's your what was your mum and dad like? Were they very blunt and direct, and you've had to tone that down, or have you become like them? I feel my dad's very was very blunt. Mum um, was very much, everyone had to like her. She's a yellow, a yellow. Yes, pure yellow. No other colours, yellow. But I feel like I'm more like my dad's. And I do know what you mean. The cultures, because even my grandparents, all my grandparents, my grandparents was also about it's what people look. You have to present yourself a certain mm. way. You have to come across so people have to like you. You must hold your head up high. But um, I feel like that's all adapted and um, I've inherited a variety of all these, but I, I still feel like 
my own personality has come out, which is red. And even though these things, I've done this as a child, oh, hi, good morning, and this and that. Oh, maybe, no, I'm not hungry. At the end, as an adult, it's like the true me has, has <laughs> Make me a sandwich. <laughs> it's red. That's it, red. And a bit yellow. But like, so for a typical middle-class English background is you don't, you don't state your needs. I mean, that is like, that is like a sort of pathological Englishness where you can actually die without ever stating your needs single in a flat where you daren't tell someone you like them. Whereas I'm brought up, excuse me, you speak your mind, particularly when you've had a drink, the truth comes out, working class, Essex, boom. Whereas, you know, like Hugh, Hugh Grant is almost sort of, you know, like disabled from how inward his feelings are. So they're weird. that's two cultural, different cultural perspectives. I wonder how you were brought up and how you live your life, Tony, and whether it's had an, an influence on how direct or passive you are. Oh, gosh. Both my parents are Nigerian, and Nigerians are very direct, very direct. <laughs> I didn't direct. want to say anything. Um, to, be, to be fair, my dad is not as direct as, as my mum. He's probably a bit more genteel when it comes to... Actually, maybe, no, I'm lying. Who, who am I kidding? They're both very direct. And I had to <laughs> tone that down. Sorry to interrupt, but would it, would it sometimes be perceived as rudeness for, from people that maybe didn't understand like a Nigerian yes. vibe type thing? 110%. If you are Nigerian and you hear another Nigerian, you know they're not being rude. That's just how they talk, right? That is just how they talk. They might think you are the best thing since sliced bread, but the way they say it, if you're not used to it, you would think, oh my God, this is so rude and offensive. Give us some examples, please. <laughs> oh God. Okay, shit. so for example, if you if you are, if you go to Nigeria or like my mum, for example, when I was younger, she's much better now, by the way, as a, as a caveat, because we had to like tell her. But like... <laughs> All the, like, pleases and thank yous when people are getting service that you don't necessarily... You, you get that in England, not necessarily in Nigeria. So in Nigeria, they might say, like, if they want to call a waitress or a waiter, they'll be doing like, clicking their fingers <gasps> and doing this. And that is, like, horrid in the UK, right? How dare you? But it, it's so normal. It's like a normal thing. And then they might say... Ah, bring this drink for me now so i'm thirsty come on bring fanta and it's like when they're saying come and bring fanta they're not saying it in a rude way that's like literally how everybody talks yeah, but that's rude in the uk so like for example my mum might be like excuse me excuse me uh what's wrong with this like but she's she's trying to say oh like there's an issue with my yeah she's trying to say oh um i didn't i didn't expect to that this, this would look like this um could you please it. tell me what this is but she'll be like oh what's wrong with this i ordered this but it's like yeah it's just so yeah so direct <laughs> so direct so i've had to look like learn to tone that down with the acknowledgement that everyone is different and you need to find a bit of a middle ground. But don't you think there's an issue with being a woman as well, particularly a woman from Nigerian background, that, it's, that your directness might be perceived in a certain way? I only know this from my other female friends of colour that have explained that sometimes they can't be as direct as they probably should be in case it's taken the wrong way as being too, too direct or blunt or something. I think just as a woman, period, no matter your culture, like there, there was um, something that I read online a long time ago about being a woman in the workplace and how like a man being direct is seen as assertive and a woman yes. being direct is seen as bitchy. Like, oh, she's such a bitch. She's such a cow. Um, so I think as a woman, generally, there's that stigma that can be associated with you yeah, being definitely. direct. That scares me because I've got a daughter and I don't... I act, so have you got kids? You have got kids. Yeah, I've got a little one, daughter and a son, but my daughter's 20 months, so... You don't want your daughter to grow up in a world where if she's trying to state what she wants in the office, she's seen as bitchy when she's just being as blunt as you're, as a boy might be being. But that's why Red Dad comes in and, you know... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something is wrong here. 
things are definitely changing. Because I feel like that's one thing like I write about and I know a lot of my peers write about the fact that as a woman, like just ask for what you want. You cannot go through life being completely passive and just taking what life gives you. You have to go for what you want. So things are changing with time. So I think that hopefully by the time, like how, how old is your daughter, Russell? Six. Oh, okay. Let's hope that by the time she enters the workforce that yeah. things are a lot different. There's no signs of a lack of directness at the moment. That's for sure. <laughs> Tap dancing Maintain and singing that. tomorrow at the buffet on holiday. <laughs> Funnily enough, it's so it's so weird you should say that. We, we just went to Turkey somewhere I'd never been before, not familiar with the culture at all. And, we, you know, you make like holiday friends of another set of mums and dads. And there was an argument while we were there because in the kids club, the mum who we'd made friends with, she saw one of the people who worked there clicking the children in instead of saying come in. So she was clicking in oh. to say you need to come back in. And it kicked up, my child, my, they're not, they're not animals. How dare you click? And it was just a cultural mistranslation yeah. of what a click means. But it's a, now that you've said it, it's a real trigger point for English people. They've got a thing about being clicked out. I wonder where the hell that comes from. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that. Because like where I've tried to like unlearn some of these like very, very direct things. If someone clicked at me, I'd be like, excuse me, what are you clicking at? Um, Weird, so I get it? it, I get it. it. Makes sense, doesn't it? So your voice COVID safe? Keep your mouth shut, click, click your fingers. It's true. <laughs> Can't spread COVID with a click. At least I'm Well, you probably can the new variant. God knows what it's going to be. Okay, guys, just halt there. I'm going to be completely direct and tell you that is the end of part one. End of announcement. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 